Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afzon, right here on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afzon from Linksfield Shul. It is a privilege and an honor to be here with you on this Tuesday afternoon as we go into another Fabringen. The song you were just listening to, Hineni Reifelach, I Bring Healing, is dedicated to all those in the community who need healing. Um, may they have a refuah an absolutely complete recovery in the best way possible very, very soon. So, here we are on this Tuesday. Yesterday was Hamisha Shvat, the 15th of Shvat, known as Tu Shvat. And it was the Rosh Hashanah of the trees. In short, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the middle of winter, and it's at the tipping point where the days start getting a bit longer again. In the Southern Hemisphere, it's now that actually the days start getting shorter. Last Shabbos was the longest Shabbos of the year, and this week we start slowly, just by a minute, but we start getting shorter days. So, because it's the, it's the beginning of the longer days in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the beginning of the sprouting, um, and therefore it's a commemoration of Rosh Hashanah Leila, not the Rosh Hashanah for the trees. That has a lot of halachic ramifications, but that's not what I'm here to discuss today. I'm here to discuss some lessons we can learn from trees, and specifically in the context of what we're going through in our lives, each and every one of us, at this time. So, there's a verse in the Torah that our sages take a bit out of context. And basically the verse of the Torah is, Ki hadam The person is like a tree. The sentence continues reading, but the sages took those four words, Ki hadam that the human being is like a tree, and used it to explore the similarities between humans and trees. And there are many, many similarities. And I believe in previous years, we explored, on Tuvishva, we explored certain similarities between the trees and the human being. But let's focus on one, at least for now. The roots. Most of what happens with a tree doesn't happen above ground, it happens beneath ground, if it's a solid tree. It's not the pretty part, right? Some trees have beautiful roots, but on the most part, it's not exactly a, a magnificent piece of art. But it is in the roots that the tree truly stands. What we see above ground says nothing about the tree, the integrity of the tree. You'll see a tree, it's magnificent. It's beautiful to look at. But when you look for its roots, it barely goes up beneath the surface. So it might be pretty on a nice day, but then the winds come. The difficult moments arrive, the storms arrive, and you see, this tree is down, right? You're driving in Joburg after a high felt storm, and pretty much you'll inevitably bump into a tree, uh, hopefully you don't bump into it, as in you'll bump into visually, not uh, physically, uh, crashing on the streets or on the pavements. And often these were dead trees that nobody maybe knew they were dead, and suddenly you discover they're dead. Or they were living trees, but they hadn't, you know, gone deep enough. 
and the storm comes and knocks them off their hinges, knocks them off their balance. And the, the sages say this in Pirkei Yavos. They say that a person that you know works in their good deeds is a person that has deep roots. So that even call if all the winds in this world come and try to challenge them, they'll stand solid. So in the context of you know our lives, I hate the you know the cliches. We live in a superficial world, etc. But I do believe, and I think I don't think it's on faith alone. I think you know facts show that we live in a world that more and more we care about the projection. Right? Think about life a hundred years ago. You lived in your small town on the most part. Very few people lived in cities till a few, the last few hundred years. So yes, maybe it mattered to you what people thought, but ultimately it was the butcher and maybe the, the you know the the matchmaker and uh, a few others in town. But on the most part, you didn't spend your whole day worrying about the image because yeah, you know people got their perception of you, but. You weren't posting about all your holidays. You weren't really living in the public sphere. You were living your life, spending most of your day just trying to survive, whether earning a living or cleaning your house or, um, you know, getting your meat ready, cooking your meals, etc. So most of your day was built not, not around creating perception of who you are, but about being who you are, just living your life living whatever role in life you had, living it, because it demanded, it demanded. If you had a job, you had to work hard. If you were at home, you had to work hard. Whatever task you took upon yourself was a, pretty much a full-on commitment, and your moments to focus on how people perceived you were minimal. Today, as much as we like to walk around with the banner that says, I'm busy, it's funny, even after COVID and lockdown, people still walk around with that narrative. I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. Like, no, no matter what happens to our lives, we're just so busy. Somehow we still manage to spend seven hours on our phone each day. You know, you could go check on your phone how many hours you spent on the, on the phone during the day. You'll be surprised. And Netflix and a bunch of other stuff and, you know, and, and checking our social media, etc. But be it as it may, we're all busy. But a lot of our busyness is, is about creating perception. Not for all of us, for some of us, but for many of us. Especially, you know, people who kind of live in the world of so-called social media. They're spending a tremendous amount of their day, or their at least their mental capacity, asking, how am I perceived? In other words, we spend so much time asking what the tree looks like above ground and not nearly enough time asking what is my tree beneath ground, the stuff that nobody sees, the messy stuff, but the stuff that builds character, the stuff that really tells me where I am, the stuff that I have to grow on. So I believe that the idea that we, we should be exploring, each and every one of us, at the beginning of you know this new school year, at the beginning of what hopefully will be not a post-COVID world, I would like to believe that, but hopefully a bit lighter than what we were used to. You know, we could dream for the best. To be able to walk in and sit there saying, okay, going forward, will I care so much about perception or will I focus more on character? Because ultimately, as we saw the last two years, what kept us going 
was whatever character we developed before or during the pandemic. Character, that stuff that nobody sees other than us, those battles that nobody fights other than ourselves, but the stuff that truly makes us the people we are. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Yachtsen of Linksfield Show, and this is The Fabringen Show. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson, and you were just listening to Avram Fried and Isha Lapidot singing a song connected very much to the theme we're exploring today. It's a conversation with a tree, or with a leaf actually, Tazik Chazak Aleka Tanshali, using again the tree as an analogy of the human experience that there are stormy times, there are times that the sun shines, but the sun always rises in the morning. Now, this theme of focusing on character rather than on perception is something that I believe we could all say it. In other words, I, I don't think I'm discovering America. I'm not, this is not rocket science. At the same time, I think it's always worth it for us to forbring about it, to talk about it, to remind ourselves of it. Because here's the truth. The truth is that most of us know exactly how we ought to live our lives. We might not know the details, the specifics, but we all know what character looks like and what it doesn't look like. We all know what a deep person looks like and what a person who chooses to live in the shallow looks like. We all know what authenticity is like versus unauthentic. We know this stuff. But we know it often in our minds not necessarily do we digest it and become part with that idea. One of the main processes of ideas is when the idea becomes part and parcel of you. In Kabbalistic terms, it's called das or dat. Das is that function of taking ideas and personalizing them. Taking ideas and starting to actually be the idea rather than just know the idea. Because to know, to study is takes courage and it's important, but ultimately that's only step one. A lot of us know stuff, but to really live by what we know, to live by the principles that we teach, you know, often we'll tell our stuff, our principles to our children, but ultimately we struggle to live by it. Why? We're not hypocrites, but it's, it's a difficult thing to integrate ideas. We always hope that our children will integrate them better than we did, but rarely does it work out that way because, believe it or not, human beings give birth to human beings. So, um, yes, I know your child is perfect and never struggled, but by definition, they're going to have to go through their own process of digestion, of taking these ideas and internalizing them and personalizing them and making them their own. And it's a lifetime journey. So... In, in general, you know, this is the Fabringen Show. It's, I think, our eighth or ninth uh, year that we're on it. Uh, the, the theme of Fabringen, whatever we've grown up with, is it's not about, you know, new insights, but it's rather about taking an idea and really trying to personalize it, trying to explore it. And it's the Fabringen is only step one. In other words, it's not... You can talk and talk and talk and talk, but... At some stage, it has to become, I'm talking to me personally, much more than talk. It has to be who I am. In other words, a true person, a person who's lived with authenticity, they don't tell you who they are. They are who they are. You don't have to talk about them to know them. You just see them and you know them. A person with character doesn't have to walk over to you and tell you, oh, by the way, do you know I have character? 
And everyone's like, oh, you have character. And somebody who's humble doesn't have to tell you how humble he is. You know, it's, 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 it's there. And believe it or not, and somebody who's in a happy marriage doesn't have to tell Instagram that they're happily married. Believe it or not, the person that has to know that you're happily married is you and your spouse. That's the only, and maybe your kids, it would be nice for them. But again, they, they won't discover that you're happy with your husband and wife through Instagram. They know it. <laughs> you could tell the whole world. You could get 5,000 likes on your Instagram um, or Facebook posts t- telling the world how much you adore your spouse. But your spouse is not being fooled by it. And neither are your children. And neither are your best friends. So if you're spending the effort and you're trying to get other people who barely know you to believe that you have a great marriage, mazel Okay, great. We're so happy for you. Thanks for letting us know. You know, to, in today's lingo, maybe it's already yesterday's lingo because lingo changes, there's this expression TMI, too much information. Okay, like, do we really have to know how much you love your spouse? But fine, you want to tell us? It's great. You want to tell us how proud you are of your children? Fine. Like, why do I have to know you're proud of your kids? Why can't you just tell your kid you're proud of them? Do you have to tell your kid through Facebook to let them know that you're proud of them? Why don't you just tell them directly? And if they don't believe you, they're not going to believe you anymore by the mere fact that everybody sits there saying, wow, hearts, that's so awesome. You really love your kid. That is so, so moving. Oh, my God. No, because, again, there's a tree under the ground and there's the tree above ground. And the tree beneath ground is what matters. It's the stuff that's just private, the stuff that only the people who really know you know about you, and some of the stuff that even the people who know you don't know about you, just you yourself. Imagine we lived our lives with the caring about perception, but only the perception of the people that actually matter. Because the people who actually matter, you can't fake it. For other people's perception, you could fake it. Right? If you don't know me, you know, you only know me from the our radio show, I can project a certain image of who I am and hopefully, you know, fool you into it. But once you know an individual and you really, really know, you can't fool that. You can't, you know, as much as a parent will try to convince themselves that their kid loves them, if the kid doesn't love them, the kid doesn't love them. Oh, what do you mean? My kids love my lifestyle. They, 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 they respect the decisions I make. Really? Did you ask them? What do they think? Do you actually want to know how defensive would you get when they when they tell you the truth? The point is, if we could focus on the people that matter, not necessarily on their perception, because again, perception is a superficial idea. But even if at the beginning we focus on their perception, I want to be loved by my kids. I want my spouse to adore me. I want my siblings to to have a trusting, beautiful bond that will never break and will never be severed as so many sibling relationships are in adulthood. I want a relationship with my close friends, etc. In other words, if a person can sit there saying, the perceptions that matter are the relationships that matter. You know, the Torah tells us to sit Shiva. I know it's a tragic way of coming to an idea, but indulge me. Sit Shiva on our parents. Heaven forbid when they pass siblings, spouse, and heaven forbid, our children. In other words, 
father, mother, brother, sister, son, daughter, spouse. Seven different people. Or four categories. Parents, children, spouse, siblings. Imagine you could live your life first and foremost making sure those relationships are wholesome. Making sure that the people who are bound to you, so bound to you that the Torah says that when they pass away, you have to sit shiver for them, which is a, a huge, not so much a commitment, which it is, but it's a huge statement of the bond you have. Imagine we focus on those relationships and we ask ourselves, what do they think about us? In other words, how good am I to them? And yes, if I had, you know, I could hear someone scream back at me and say, Rabbi, easy for you to say, if you had my sister, or if you had my brother, or you had my parent, or my child. Yes, there are extenuating circumstances. But on the most part, nine out of ten times, when families break, it is unjustified. They might feel justified, but it's unjustified. Because ultimately, the people that we're bound with in our life are, the, are the, really the roots of who we are. You cannot escape it. The family we come from, the, the, the blood relatives we have, our spouse, etc. These are the bedrock of who we are. And often, it's heartbreaking to see how nonchalant people are to let go of these relationships, never speak to a spouse again, get divorced or for something trivial. Again, there are times it's necessary, but rarely, it's happening way too often. And it cannot be that 50% of the world has literally become scoundrels and therefore the people who are divorcing them are totally justified. No, a lot of divorces are unnecessary. And, and counter where we, where we should be. No one cares how many Facebook posts you get. It doesn't matter. You could be the, the biggest influencer. But if you can't hold on to any of your close relationships, what does it say about you? It, it, it screams so much louder than anything you could try to convince the world. And this is in the area of relationships. It's, it's in every area of character. You could sit there screaming about serenity and this and that, but when at home you're, you're, you're a terrorist due to your anger. The anger is so overwhelming, or the stress or the anxiety is so overwhelming. And stop telling the world. Stop presenting this pretty tree. Work on your roots. And you as in me. Yeah, it's much, it's much nicer to spend time with the tree above ground. It's pretty. Is what to boast about. It has such a nice aura and atmosphere. Working in the roots, working in the gutter, working in that place. There's no oxygen. You're just literally in the ground. It's messy stuff, but that's where our character is. Our character is in the inner demons that we fight. Our character is in the choices we make that only us and our creator know about. And it's stuff that no one ought to know. Because it's, 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 it's the ultimate private. It's, it's our stuff. The stuff with ourselves, the stuff with our loved ones, but the stuff that should not be in the public arena because the moment we're in the public arena, what we're saying is, I don't want to deal with the real stuff. I want to live in the perception world. And yes, I think many of us are tempted. It's so much, it's so seducing 
it's so attractive to work in the, in the perception world, especially if maybe a person has a knack for it. You know, they become an influencer, they, they, they have a knack for presenting witty or pity Instagram posts or Facebook posts, except they are Twitter feeds. They have this natural knack for it that they convince themselves, oh wow, look at it. I put myself out there and I'm so loved. Lucky Mazel tov. Should be with tremendous success. Hopefully you can monetize it and make lots of money. That's the real stuff of life. The real, the real declaration of your love to the spouse should be on Facebook. Tell it to them eye to eye. Why, why is it everybody's business? It's the most private. It's the most real. And the moment we take it out of real and we try to create perception, we've taken something so beautiful and we've stripped it from its beauty. We've gone and just literally left its bare bones. We've left it so unauthentic. It's just a mirage. It's not real. We are like a tree. And just like a tree, what matters is what goes on under the ground, the quiet stuff. That's what matters in each of our lives. Let's never buy in to the narrative that is being sold so strongly by society that what everyone thinks about you is who you are, not in the slightest. Who you are is who you are. And what everybody thinks about you, doesn't matter. This is 101.9, Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9, Chai FM. This is 101.9, Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avton from Linksfield Show. And we're talking about whether we choose to live in a world of perception or in the world of realness. And how seductive it is to often live in the world of perception. Everybody thinks I'm awesome, then I must be awesome. But what I want to explore now, this part of the show, is, is, is the danger of it. There is a reason why so many people who are so-called successful, and successful means in, in using their talents, celebrities, celebs, or celebrity uh, people who are successful in communicating, you know, influencers, or people who are successful in business, super successful. There's a reason why so many of them have very, very difficult relationships around them. Why? No, they're not bad people. Some people will say it's because narcissists are attracted to this line of work. I don't think so. I think, you know, some people maybe are more talented or they have more luck. And at some stage they become successful. And what happens when they become successful is everyone starts telling them that. Everyone starts telling you, wow, do you see how liked you are? You saw how many people showed up to your concert. You saw how many people watched your YouTube. You saw how many people liked your message. You are awesome. And it's a very seductive narrative. The problem is that the moment you start thinking you're awesome, it's the moment that you start taking yourself seriously in a a bad way. In other words, you start seeing yourself as important. Your ego grows up. You start slipping in those boundaries that are necessary to keep you safe. The boundaries that each and every one of us needs to make to make sure that we stay on the straight and narrow. No, what do you mean? I'm Superman. I'm Superwoman. I, I, look how successful I am. 
or we start spending lots of time in that world of perception which is so seductive and neglecting the real stuff, the messy stuff, but the beautiful stuff. And then a few years later we look on, kids don't want to talk to us, we're on our fourth marriage and often made bad moral decisions and you ask what happened, what happened to this person? Did they start off as a monster? I think it's a very seductive narrative for us to believe because that means we're, we're invincible. Because we're not monsters, right? We would never go that far. Yes, I do believe that there's certain boundaries that most of us would never cross, but the, a lot of human failings are from small boundaries that are crossed slowly but surely. And a lot of that starts when the person starts living in the world of perception, when they're spending so much of their mental space on being liked instead of being real. Being liked is so much fun. Right? It's so nice to know that people like us. It's so nice to know that, you know, our kids, look, they've made it. They're a prefect. Look at it. They've gotten such a fantastic job, etc. It's so nice. And I want to boast. I want to tell them, well, first of all, be grateful and by gratitude means stay humble. But also, the success we often achieve in our life is the thing that has to be the most guarded. The moment a person achieves success, it's that moment that they could literally... They're sitting at a parashat rachim, they're sitting at a major intersection. Because either they will be surrounded by people who will keep them grounded and humble... And they will never buy into the narrative that people tell them about themselves, but rather they will always make sure to ask themselves, what does my kid think of me? What does my spouse think of me? What does Hashem think of me? What does my creator think of me? What do I think of me? If they if they went down that road, then no matter what success they have, they, it, it could be the best thing that ever happened to them because now they could have more influence and more impact. But if, heaven forbid, they make the choice and they say, to them, wow, I'm a CEO, I'm, a, I'm cool, I'm so successful, I flourished in school and I made it straight to the top, and we start believing it, it is such a dangerous narrative. It could literally destroy our lives. So many people have been put into the limelight and almost every time you put a person into the limelight, they get blinded by the light. Because ultimately, the moment you go above ground and you just look at the tree about the perception of the tree, you look and sit there saying, wow, this tree is beautiful, this person's so talented, they're so magnificent, they're so awesome, they're so blah, blah, blah. And you forget about the roots, you forget about the messy stuff, and you start spending time with the comfortable stuff, the pretty stuff, the places where you get compliments, the places that you're told you're awesome, it's at that moment that the roots stop. They stop getting deeper. And without roots, what are we? When the winds come, what are we? When the hurricane comes, where are we? How strong are we? When stressful times, when times that could trigger our anxiety, they come, what are we? Character, real character, not perceived character. Real character is what matters. And now more than ever, as we live in challenging times, character, 
the kind of stuff that says I can face it. I can be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I can have bitachon and faith in Hashem. Even in challenging times, I'm okay. I'm grounded. I'm, I'm, I know where I'm coming from. I know where I'm going. That kind of stuff. That's the stuff that really, really matters. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Rabbi Levi Avtson, and we're wrapping up the show. We have this beautiful song to wrap up the show of Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman. We are all different, but we could still cross the divide. We can still bridge relationships, true relationships, based on a per, not perception of one another, but the real connection. When you love somebody, not for what they look like and not for how popular they make you feel and not for the kind of social status you get by, by spending time with them, but you love them for who they are, the real stuff. So my prayer for this year is that we have a, that we live real lives, that we live lives that each moment we ask ourselves, who am I living for? Am I living for Hashem? Am I living for my family, the people that matter? Am I living for my own integrity? Or am I living to be loved by the world? Hopefully we can focus on the real stuff. Swim in the deep rather than bang our head on the shallow. Wishing each and every one of you a great day, a great week. Please God, next week we'll be back. Getting closer to the months of Adar, the months of joy. We could hopefully move on to happy topics. Looking forward to see you then for bringing every Tuesday from 1 to 2. My name is Rabbi Levi Yafson of Linksfield Show. It's been a privilege and a pleasure. Have a great day.